inside of the Disney Vault. This is a podcast where we watched every single Disney animated movie in chronological order, and then we talked about it, and then we did that with Pixar, and now we're doing Disney Channel original movies. I'm Rachel. I'm Claire. And I'm Oscar. Yeah, I'm. Um, I like this area of the vault that we're in. What do you see? Um. Well, you know, I I see a. Sp- spy store <laughs> mm, you spy a spy store <laughs> <laughs> i spy a really fancy looking brooch Ooh, Ooh, i spy a pair of earphones that are fuzzy or headphones oh, yeah. that are fuzzy i like those so clearly we are talking about get, get a, a clue. clue get a clue Oh, baby, get a clue. Uh, So, smart housekeeping about get a clue from 2002. It originally uh, premiered on June 28th, 2002. We have a budget for this one. Anyone want to guess? It all went to Lindsay Lohan. (laughs) Is it like five mil? Uh, No. (laughs) Lower. (laughs) Three oh, 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 okay, okay. A decom budget, you mean? Decom budget. Lower. Three. I mean, impressive for a decom. You guys are on the right track. It one was a mil-, mil. One mil. One mil. <laughs> one mil. Okay. Yes, you're right. It is. Uh, and it all <laughs> went to Lindsay Lohan. Well, maybe one of my little facts about this is that this was part of, or the last movie in her Disney contract, and so uh, this uh, was um, uh, the Parent Trap and Life Size were the other two from this three film oh. contract. That she had. She hit every single outlet of movie. Feature, ABC, Disney Channel. Oh, wow. Really the trifecta of achievement, I would say. So um, it was written by Alana Bergi-Sanko and directed by Maggie Greenwald. Theme music composer David Mansfield. I don't know where Phil is, but hopefully he'll come back. Uh, so our cast, we've got Lindsay Lohan as Alexandra Lexi Gold, Brenda Song as Ooh. Jennifer Jen, um, Bug Hall as Jack Ooh. Downey, Ian Gomez as Nicholas Petrosian, a.k.a. Mr. Orlando Walker, Ali Mukadam as Gabe, uh, Dan Lett as Frank Gold, Amanda Plummer as Miss Gertrude Dawson, Charles Shaughnessy as Detective Charles Meany, Meany, Kim Roberts as Mrs. Stern, Eric Fink as Mr. Goldblum, Jennifer Pissing. What? Nope. Sorry, Pissing. Excuse what? me. <laughs> Excuse you. Sorry, the A looked like a G. The A looked like a G because of the spell check thing sure underneath it. it. Did. Jennifer Pissana as Taylor mm-hmm. Gold. And Sylvia Lennick as Mrs. Petrosian. Oh, star. Yes, we'll I had her. a feel. We'll yeah, I had a feeling she was going to be a standout. Uh, so, had y'all seen this movie before? It's one I, I have not. Yeah, I, it's I, one of my favorites. Honestly, don't remember it. I, I feel like maybe oh. I did, but I don't remember it. I didn't remember it at all. Whoa. So, um... Yeah, so this was filmed in Toronto, but obviously set in New York. Um, they did, oh, 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 another fun fact about this is that they reshot the ending, because originally it was supposed to be Mrs. Stern 
who was the villain. Uh, But they switched it. I don't know why, but they did. So, you know, fun fact. It's complex. Is this based off of of anything? I I guess it's not based off of a novel or a book, is it? Uh, I don't It's based off my life. Um, This was giving me, like, book, based off of book vibes. uh, You know, I don't see that info um but this was giving me um influenced by harriet the spy vibes yeah it had a lot of yeah yeah there were a lot of other things that it reminded me of especially a couple of movies yeah teenage uh, drama queen confessions of a teenage drama queen i was like oh they gotta go to a hotel they gotta go to a hotel yeah this just reminded me of like uh harry the spy meets clueless yeah. That's like the best way I can describe this movie. Wait, what did you say? You cut out for me. Oh, Clueless. Harry Harriet the Spy meets Clueless. Oh, yes. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. so the best friend with a hat on um, The I'm sorry, Rachel, the ethnic best friend. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> the best friend with a hat on. <laughs> They're rich. They've got a big closet. They coordinate outfits. They go shopping. They have teachers whose love lives they're involved with. Yeah. So you don't need to write a book. You just need to watch a bunch of movies and then put them all together in a pot. And exactly. So in a way, or just this adapt is based Emma, on Emma over and over again. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So let's just uh, let's. Uh, but let's sneak on in okay. to this film. So, you know, we open up Lexi. We're, we already got into it a bit. She's sort of like, I mean, she's she's a rich girl. She's sort of seen as like a spoiled girl obsessed she's a with rich fashion. Girl. Mm-hmm. She's a rich girl and she don't know. Um, I don't know why I tried it because I don't actually know the words. Um, so she lives in Manhattan and uh, in like a really nice apartment. On the Upper East Side. Mm-hmm. And she is a bit of a journalist of sorts. Well, some would say gossip columnist. Some would say Advisa. Advisa columnista. Uh, so she... <laughs> She writes a story that gets selected for their town paper, and also, not really doesn't really matter, but it kind of her dad is a a, a reporter as well or a journalist as well. Yeah, it just um, shows that it's in the genes, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's kind of a fun detail. Um, and immediately, like she has a mom and a dad, but her mom has to go away. But it doesn't really matter. Yeah, they want to show that she does have a full family, but, like, they don't need the mom. So. It's too many characters. Yeah. So they send her off, and she's she does the classic, well, I'm away, will you two get along? Because Lexi has a little sister who's seen as kind of, like, nerdy and loves gadgets. Um, Relatable. And, really, and that's that. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. And then uh, the first thing she does is she talks to Brenda Song. They, like, chat online. They have a Zoom call. They do. Eh, technology. Yeah, with what they want to wear. And they're both wearing, like, Britney Spears-style headsets to talk. And Brenda's is the fuzzy one that everyone wants. And they show each other the outfits they're thinking of wearing. And it's so funny because immediately Lexi's like, oh, God, no, don't wear that to the first thing Brenda shows her. And the second thing she shows her is not better 
Yeah, I mean, but she loves also, it. Also, the first one wasn't good either. No, I mean, oh no, Lexi no, no. was being <laughs> Neither of them are good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then I didn't trust her when the second the, one was yeah. acceptable. The fashion in this movie is very much a time capsule. But Oof, it's like, yes. I don't even know if this is stuff that I would have been wearing at the time because it's just like too much. But also you, you expect that from like a movie where it's like, oh, these must be rich girls. They're buying stuff straight off the runway that... Is stuff that, as uh, this girl uh, Amanda used to say in high school, sometimes the things that you see in magazines are just inspiration. You're not supposed to actually wear those to school. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. She yes. seems level-headed, this Amanda. Yeah, because like uh, there was this girl Sonia who would wear stuff that was just like a little. She's like she's she's wearing the stuff that she sees in the magazines, but that's supposed to be an inspiration for what you're supposed to wear, not actually what you're supposed to wear right. to public school. And that's why they don't call it ready to wear. The ready to mm. wear is mm. a different category, as yeah. I have learned from Project Runway. Mm. Yes. You so. know what I would say too is I would describe this movie as. Harry the Spy meets Coolest meets Sex in the City with its outrageous fashions. Mm. Because that Lexi uh, yeah. feels yeah. very much like a mini Carrie Bradshaw. And not the Carrie Bradshaw from the Carrie Diaries. I'm yeah. talking before that. Well, well, Oscar, you went to school in New York City, right? I, well, yes. Queens, but yeah, New York City. Yeah. So you, you know what the what was the fashion like? I mean, it was not this at all. This was like crazy people wore this i don't even know who i it just feels very like i think the style was like we're gonna try to make a statement i think it was like how clueless at the time was also outrageous because in the 90s like the grunge movement was in and so uh amy heckerlin was like you know what we want to go way opposite that to show like that she's rich and i think get a clue was trying to emulate exactly what clueless was trying to do Mm. so like me watching this movie, I'm like, we didn't wear any of this stuff. This is yeah. wild. But I think it was done on purpose. Like it, feels... it was supposed to be like, look how rich and out of touch these characters are. Yeah. It's like not only that, but they're also dressing them like full adults. Yes. Like yeah. kids wouldn't wear these like pleather long jackets and pants well, and things. No, because I'm thinking about it. I did have like a pair of purple pleather pants that I loved and I wore but that was like the one you wore one thing that was outrageous and the rest was kind of normal whereas this Mm. was like head to toe like a pleather jacket with a bright pink shirt and a bucket hat and a scarf it's like they just over accessorized over did it Whereas yeah. in the 90s, I think you had like one statement piece and then you kind of accessorized maybe with that. But yeah, because really. I'm especially imagining when she goes full spy look and I'm like, a, a child would not Yeah, full wear spy this. costume. It was very also, Neo. Yeah, but when you compare them, Brenda Song and Lindsay Lohan to like the guys in the movie, the guys are much more like, oh yeah, I've I've worn those outfits before. Like, Navy. Yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. Like- <laughs> a shirt that says navy on it. Like, I think I have worn that shirt exactly. Yeah. Well, it's just also like, at the time, they're like, guys aren't into fashion. They're just wearing whatever. Girls love fashion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Lexi gets her uh, article in the paper. Her parents are proud. And then at school, there's with the school paper, uh, she gets congratulated. But, of course, she has a little bit of like a... Like a like a rivalry with the editor named Jack, and you know he's he basically says it's like a fluff piece, and she's like, well, if someone would have published it here, I wouldn't have gone there. So actually, thank you for inspiring me yeah. to submit my piece to the bigger paper. And he has an accent. 
He's got he yes, sort he of does. like a Jack Kelly kind of thing going on. Well, he's a he's from Brooklyn, so he got to have an accent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What, yeah. What, what we says Brooklyn. is what you says. Is what I'm walking here. I'm from Brooklyn. Yeah. I'm walking here. I just remember being like, oh my gosh, that's Alfalfa from the Little Rascals, <laughs> all grown up. His hair was troublesome. I was. Oh, well, it was. instead this... of the instead of the one up in the center, he did the two sides. Yeah, it was very much like. Do you guys remember that girl group Dream? Yeah. <laughs> yes. One of the girls in Dream who didn't sing. She was not the singer. She was the dancer of Dream. She had the exact same hairdo, and I just kept thinking about her. <laughs> in yeah. the video for "He Loves Me Not," and it's the this... same exact look, and I was I couldn't. I couldn't shake it. I this is a very two thousands look. That like yeah. really yes. over gelled spike thing. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It was very yeah. Drew Barrymore too. Yes, 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 yes. So yes, yes. the article that she wrote is about how two of the teachers are in love, but it's kind of like a secret relationship. And she used one of her sister's spy cameras to get a photo of them together. Mm-hmm. Because uh, notoriously, the teacher does not like getting his picture taken. He's never mm-hmm. been captured in the yearbook. So yes, mm-hmm. put a pin in that. So. Um, okay, so then the next thing that happens is we find out that this teacher has gone missing. Uh, and well, his- first of all, first, uh, Lexi catches him and her, uh, the two teachers fighting. And it's like, well, they basically break up. And then she's like, well, I'm not going to see. One of us can't stick oh, around. Right. It's like this school yeah. ain't big enough for the two of us kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so then so he goes missing and his car turns up in the East River or something. Um, and uh, yes, so his car's found in the East River. And then, uh-oh, like a detective comes to the school. And Mrs. Dawson is accused of killing him, even though they don't know. They haven't seen him. Like, he hasn't found been found anywhere. But they he's missing. Uh, and Lindsay... Is that, like, can you arrest someone for something that might have not happened? I feel like that's already, <laughs> no. I'm like, okay, this is... This is already high fantasy. We're going no, into like I mean, fiction. you yeah. can take them in for questioning. Right. But he was like, I arrest you. It's like, well, that that's the I feel like you can sue them. And it's for been doing like that. under a day, right? He's a exactly. grown man. He could have just like gone to Vegas for yeah. like y'all in a hurry to arrest somebody. Damn. It has so, to be twenty four hours before you can report someone missing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh that's what the movies tell me. So Lindsay uh, also gets interviewed by this um, detective guy with a crazy mustache uh, and uh, because she wrote the article. So he thinks, you know, she might know something, but she's like, no, that's all I know is in the article. Yeah, but she does reveal about the fight between him and the other teacher, which in the guy is like, oh, we have reason now. Right, and she's like, and you have reason to shave your mustache, which is like this weird detail that... She calls them knobs or something? Yes, she strange. does. Nobs. Well, it is a weird... It looked like a fake mustache, right? Yeah. So I mean, like, the, the guy didn't look real. The guy yeah. also looked like a cartoon character. Yeah. Everybody, absolutely. all the adults looked fucking insane in this movie. <laughs> yeah. They I, all look like guess who characters. I thought her dad looked like Mitch McConnell. Yeah. No, straight up. I'm telling you, I think they did it on purpose. Whoever casted this movie, they were like, we want the adults to look almost freakish. They're all characters. They really yes. were guess who characters. Oh and I mean, God. that's great for some awesome character actors like Miss Dawson. Like, 
I gotta say, not to spoil it, but she acted the shit out of this movie. Incredible. She needs to be working a lot more. That's she's like absolutely seen her. Insane. She's in she's been in magic. so many stuff. Yes. She's in. Oh my god, what's the other thing I'm thinking of? Oh, I think she's in. Oh, uh, a simple wish. Do you remember that movie? No. Yeah. Mara she Wilson in, and Martin. Yeah. Martin Short. She was in a spy movie. This one. Get a clue. Yeah. In, in the eighties that I remember her from, but I can't tell you the name of the movie. Yeah. But she she's so incredible, and she really acted the hell out of this movie, and it's good to see character actors get work like this. I was thinking that, course, too. You know, it's really nice to see this couple who's just like an adult, normal couple who is in love, and there's nothing weird. They're just in love that are normal people. You know what I mean? And like they look mm. like normal yeah, people. But they, and, well, they don't look like normal people. We, but they look, <laughs> they look like, like normal guess who characters. Yeah, but yeah, they exactly. also are very similar to the teachers from Clueless. Like in looks. Ooh. Oh, wow. I didn't connect that. But yes. <gasps> oh, is she the sister true. in So I Married an Axe Murderer? Yes. That's it. That's who she is. Yes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Great movie. Great movie. Okay. So anyway. Um, so Lindsay Lohan decides, you know, she's got to get herself on this case and she's going to bring Jack with her because they're going to crack the case wide open. And she kind of guilts him into it. Um, you know, saying, I don't even remember. She's like, what? Oh, like you don't care about yeah. his death. The only person you talk to is the teacher and you're not going to do anything about right, it. Right. Because he has a bond with the teacher who's missing. Yeah. And so... She and Jen go shopping, and Jen says that Jack likes her. Well, she Lexi. says you like Jack, right? Well, yeah, she thinks they like each other, yeah. yeah. And, um... Yeah, but what I thought was funny is they're like, I go to Madison Avenue to shop. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, that's not where I would go shop. I would go to Soho. I feel like that's a cooler place to go shopping. Yeah, but they're like not like underground cool. They're very much like commercial, very Rodeo Drive. She's girls. all about the labels. Yeah, yeah she's she all. Loves, she's yeah. A, yeah, she's a label queen. She's I, a Yeah, I was like, <laughs> okay, Madison Avenue is not where I would go, but whatever. Um, do your thing. But that's also where you get like old people runway stuff where it's like (laughs) i don't know anyway so Lindsay basically so talks to her dad kind of about being a reporter and he says you know it's almost like being a detective and what he would do is to look for facts about the background of these people because sometimes out of the facts is how you get more information to help you know come up with the the blank spaces um but he's like but stay out of mr walker's disappearance like don't do the thing that i just told you how to do um, and so she, I think she, as she's walking away, she does like a finger cross thing behind her back. Like I won't and crosses her fingers. And I feel like that's in another Lindsay Lohan movie, like the parent trap or something. I don't know, but probably it was like in a lot of two thousands movies, you know, probably. Like, I had my fingers crossed behind my back. Yeah. So she goes to see her sister and her sister has a lot of spy gadgets and, um, she's, she's like, I bought them from the spy shop, which I thought she was going to say she made them, but she didn't. She just She's rich. She's like, I don't need to make shit. I buy shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, one. I got it Takes all. me to her yoga classes and across the street is the spy right. shop where I <laughs> that just was hang funny out. Too. Oh, she was like, oh yeah, it's just next to the yoga place or the Pilates, whatever. I thought she was going to say like, it's in a secret place because it's a spy shop, but no. Yeah. It's just. And it's, it's just a like shop. a sharper image where you just go in <laughs> yeah. and it's just like a bunch of gadgets that you're like your dad would think was cool, you know? <laughs> yeah, so Lindsay Lohan and uh, Bug go to the spy shop and 
Jen shows up with this boy named Gabe at the spy shop because he lives across from Mrs. Dawson, and so he's going to be helpful to them. And they go to Lexi's house, and they discuss how they're going to split up. And one's going to go after Mr. Walker's house, and the other's going to go after Mrs. Dawson's house. And um, But, of course, uh, Jen will not go to Brooklyn. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is she so has to real. leave Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> that is so real. As someone who went to school in New York and high school, it was so real where people were just like, and I went to, granted, I went to school in Queens, which is like not Manhattan, but even then people were like, Brooklyn, I ain't touching that. No That's way. kind yeah. of how it is in San Francisco. If someone talks about going to Oakland, you're like, why would that's I go to so funny. Oakland? Yeah. I'm in San Francisco. <laughs> that's just New York in general. It's like, well, I don't want to take that. Tr- I don't want to go to Brooklyn. Why can't we just stay in the city? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the equivalent of I, I like maybe 20 years ago. People in LA being like, I don't want to go to the valley. Why would I go to the valley? <laughs> and then yeah. you learn the valley is 10 even, minutes away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> even when I first moved here, I lived in Atwater Village and I was like, I don't want to go to Atwater. That's so far away. And it's literally so like funny. five minutes. It's so close. <laughs> yeah. It's just people are, I don't want to. And then that's when I was like, well, LA is worse than New York. Because at least New York, it's like, yeah, I don't want to go Brooklyn because it's like an hour subway ride. Whereas like. Right. It's like a five-minute drive right next door. <laughs> Depending on traffic. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they go to the spy shop. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Sorry. So the, um, they're they're going to split up. Okay. So taking the subway is like a huge negotiation. So it turns out um, Lexi and Jack have to go together, and she's never been on the subway before because she's a rich girl who takes cars everywhere. I mean, it and makes sense if you live in the neighborhood that you go to school in and all your friends are there. You don't really need to take the subway. And if yeah. she hates going to the outer boroughs, it's like, yeah, okay. That makes yeah, if you sense. stay that in tracks. Manhattan. Yeah. yeah. Um, Save so money. <laughs> they show this. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught this, but they show the subway stop and there's this lady who's like, who speed walks by with like headphones and just like spandex on. And I was like, that's me. That's the, I am that person. Just cause, like the way she was walking, she was not a part of it at all. But it was just like, it was very funny to see that little detail in there. Cause it was just, they get out of the subway and there's like hustle and bustle. And mm. Lexi's like in a new world. She's like, whoa, look at all these people. We don't have people in Manhattan. <laughs> so, uh, so then and I think she sings a whole new world, right? She does. Yeah, yeah. she does. Yeah. A, it's like a 25 minute version. It was kind of weird. Right. It was really long. <laughs> um, so Gabe sets up a spy camera on the on Mrs. Dawson's fire escape and uh, Jen's with him, too. And they go back to his house. I, oh, no, because he's he lives right near her. So they go back to his apartment and we find out he, he's been recording things literally since birth. He has videos from everything. So he's a bit of a peeping Tom kind of thing. Mm, what would say? Like a paparazzi, maybe? Paparazzi, yeah. Paparazzi so, in training? Yeah. So they set up a little camera, and they just kind of, it's like a stakeout, basically. They just wait because she's not home. Um, and, okay, so Lexi made it on the subway. Okay, so we find out Jack's, like, streetwise. He's from Brooklyn, you know. He's like, he's like, I know the way. Don't use your map. I got a map in my head. Um, and Mrs. Dawson comes home, 
and she starts to work out and then a Jen's working out with her. It's like <laughs> so the most vulnerable. It's like I don't want people watching me work. It's like the most vulnerable a person can be. Then it's like crying and working your, out. Yeah. Don't leave your blinds open. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. She wanted people to see. She's an exhibitionist. She was like, yeah. watch me sweat, gentlemen. Watch me. If I'm lucky, there will be a camera set up right outside my window. <laughs> but honestly, this is something I do miss about New York is like looking out your window and seeing into bah! other people's apartments. Rachel! And being like, not like watching, <laughs> but just being like, oh, there they are again. They're watching TV. <laughs> you know? Uh, Even like so... when I go drop off the... <laughs> drop off. When I go like throw out the trash or something and I walk by and someone has their like blinds open in their apartment and I just like peek in as I walk by and they're just like sitting at their computer again, you know, just doing their thing. That used to be my favorite part of Halloween was getting to see in people's houses, you know, what when the they open hell? their door. Y'all are peeping times up in here. Well, you don't, don't like leave your how the other people live. <laughs> Don't leave your blinds open if you don't want me to look by as I'm walking. Yeah, I'm not looking at anything that's not available to be looked at. So, um, okay, a presumably homeless man or bum of some sort walks by and has the same coat as Mr. Walker because no one could possibly have a green trench coat. It's so ugly that, yeah, no one else would have it. So, Mrs. Ms. Stern then is seen leaving Mr. Walker's apartment. So Mr. What is she? She's not the principal. She's the guidance counselor. She was. I don't know what she is. It she was something. Like, I thought she was the principal, but she not. seemed like the principal, but she said she was something else. And I remember just thinking it was a strange detail. Um, so yeah, she's seen leaving Mr. Walker's apartment and the Lexi and Jack go into his apartment, which I don't know why it's all unlocked. Did we get that information? Um, no, but... They just walk right in. Yeah, it's Brooklyn. Everyone's just ch- chilling out. No locks in Brooklyn? Is that Does that check out? Is that true? Sure. That's a lie, but maybe <laughs> back, back in the early 2000s, that was true. 2002, no locks. 2003, we started locking. Yeah. So Mr. Sheffield slash a vampire is in the house, and um, they... Oh, his name is Mr... Green Greenfield Meanie Green Greenfield. Oh wait, he's you have a du- everyone's got double identities. So okay, so he's in the house. We run into him, but then we we change to Mrs. Dawson, who gets a who who's met by a man, and he's shielded. But then we find out it's Mr. Goldbloom, who is another teacher from school. And Lexi and Jack then explain who they are to this vampire slash Mr. Sheffield. Slash Mr. Goldblum, who <laughs> acts like he's a police officer or a detective of some kind. And Lexi starts interviewing him and getting suspicious because he's wearing a gold watch and a nice suit. And as we know, she's a, she's Elwoodsing herself together and piecing this together and figuring out that he's possibly not who he says he is. Yeah, because detectives don't make that kind of money. And clearly, he doesn't come from money, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If you're a detective, you, you don't have money for a watch. So that's exactly what she says as they leave. And um, because of what he's wearing, she knows that he's not who he says he was. So they go back to Jack's house. and oh, it's nearby. Boy. 
It's nearby because he lives in Brooklyn because he's such a poor kid who goes to their school on a yeah. scholarship. <laughs> she's like, Can you wait, imagine? you live here? You travel how long to get to class? I just roll out of bed. Yeah. Oh, gross. Yeah. And then not only that, yeah. but we learned that his brother is in the Navy and is in Hawaii and he's never been to Hawaii. And his Jack, his Jack, his dad passed away a couple years ago, but he lives with his mom, who's a nice lady. Yeah, and but she works and uh, she's a, an ER nurse, so she's like never home. And Jack is a bowler, so we get all kinds of info about him. Also, yes. what? <laughs> is this like an Alley Cat Strike crossover thing? <laughs> yeah, they're like, remember when bowling was cool? He well, loves it, bowling. it's cool if you thought it's not. Um, but don't yeah. you have to wear other people's shoes? Gross. Yeah, gross. But he's like, well, not a few are a bowler but he doesn't actually Look, confirm that he has his bowling, own bowling was shoes. really cool in the early 2000s it was like when all the like hip cats were coming back you know big band was a thing we talked about this yeah. so like yeah of this course is the last bowls. the last relic so yeah. he uses an ancient computer and it was the computer that mr walk wait watson yeah. walker, walker. His name. walker gave him yeah, because we also find out that he got a scholarship. That's the way he was so close to Mr. Walker, because he was writing his scholarship recommendation. Mm-hmm. And so they search for Charles Meany, who is the man that they met that is uh, Mr. Sheffield slash the vampire from the house. And we find that Jack has an email from Mr. Walker, and it's his scholarship recommendation letter. But it doesn't make sense because it was from four days ago and sent yesterday and he has been missing that whole time and if he's dead how is he sending an email oh my god um and then we also see that the computer is registered to a person named nicholas petrosian and they think that it's possibly mr walker who has changed his name for some reason then jen and gabe get paged to go back to lexi's house and they decide to keep the camera running because, I mean, why not? We're spies now. Let's go all in. Hmm. So they all get together and they recount all the clues that we all know up to this point. But, you know, they meet up and discuss what they've learned. Jack then suddenly finds an article about a disappear a banker who disappeared named Nicholas Petrosian. And <gasps> his mother's address. So they decide... To go visit her. They oh find God. her in the white pages. Y'all remember those? White. Yeah. yeah. Actually, as he said white pages, I had a real blast from the past. I was like, oh, the white pages and the yellow pages. And we used to get a, a phone, phone book? book. Yeah. What's the difference between the two? Yellow pages were businesses and yeah. white pages were residences. Ah. So the yellow pages, you would open up. And I specifically remembered because they would have like full pages of rest restaurants would have full page menus in the yellow pages oh really oh yeah and we offered uh, ordered <laughs> off those yellow we pages did you offered... own a restaurant claire we no, offered ordered. lunch special <laughs> we offered damn it i've been outed as a <laughs> restaurateur <laughs> oh so you're claire Lagren of claire's uh, uh pies <laughs> Exactly. We used to have a full page ad in the yellow pages, but you know, the yellow pages went by the wayside and so did the pie shop. <laughs> That's so sad. It is. It's pretty sad. But now I co-host a podcast, so 
That's Here sadder. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could start another pie shop. I still have the recipes. Yeah. And the full page ads. Yeah. Anyway. So they, okay, so Lexi starts to get annoyed when Jen's talking about fashion, it would seem. But she's also sort of like daydreaming about Jack. Because we see at school, she sort of sees him in the background. And she's like, wow, he's like such a loner. I wonder if he has friends. Um, and Lexi feels bad for Jack's challenges. And Jen insists that Lexi likes Jack. And she's still like, no, I don't. No, um, I don't. I totally don't. But I'm like, why not? He's so nice and cute and such Claire, a fun, good guy. Claire, he's poor. Ugh. Gosh. Oh, you're, you're right. I forgot. <laughs> Well, it's because she doesn't want to admit that she likes him because he has to admit that he likes her first because, like, what if he doesn't like her? And then it's just like, oh, no, how embarrassing for me. I mean, that is actually real. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to so, admit it. That's so it. funny. It's so funny. It's all these, like, crush politics. It's like, well, if the dude's singing the same way, it's like, well, then no one's going to date anybody. Yeah, but it's more embarrassing for a girl to be rejected than it is for a guy because, like guys don't have feelings <laughs> mm-hmm. as a guy that's i can confirm that's a yeah. fact yeah yeah. Fact. yeah it's like whatever that's guys. why i don't date honestly yeah. yeah i mean can't really yeah. date if you don't have feelings so okay so they go to nicholas petrosian's mother's house and <gasps> mr walker is there in the flesh not dead but alive and he's okay so he it was so funny how he was just like, yeah, let him in, whatever. I know, wait, this <laughs> I was whole like, thing wait, was so this weird. This is very confusing to this me. This whole I'm scene was confused. so strange. Exactly, because he goes into his backstory, which he does not need to tell these children any of this. In At fact, he probably all. should not tell these children As this. As a matter of fact, he's the one, he, sh- he should be running away from these kids. Yes. It was such a, what? Well, but he acts almost as if he owes it to them to explain and is like so kind with how he offers his information. So he says he was framed in the 80s for stealing $10 million and um, he faked his own death. It's like, you know, <laughs> 10 times more than this movie costs. Exactly. So a lot, like a lot. A lot. So he faked his own death to shake off his pursuer and he fell for Mrs. Dawson and everything was fine until Lexi's article came out and she's like, oh my God, and my I put that picture of you in it and he was like, oh no, it's fine. But what? It's not, but if that really is the only reason he was, he was exposed that, how was yeah, he Yeah, but so he, he nice said he was her? tired of running, you know, because he wanted to settle down. Right, because um, he's being blackmailed. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so it's like one work. of those things where you know eventually it's going to come to a head and it's like, well, you know, it happened. I can't blame you. It's it's my thing. It's true. And also, how is she to know? Yeah, she's a kid. He was like, listen, I'm tired of living with my mom. <laughs> Please just like send <laughs> yeah. me the authorities, He's I like, guess. It's been three days. You've I seen can't. my mom. Look at her. <laughs> I can't live with her. She doesn't actually talk about her. How would you describe his mom? I mean, she's iconic. Is who she? She's like <laughs> Ethel Merman and like, I, I don't know, like all of Florida. All, all who of is Florida. Like Florida. <laughs> Yeah, she has like an she has like a retirement Florida vibe, but instead of like a New Yorker moving to Florida, she's a Floridian that moved to New York. Red to hair with bangs. Red hair with bangs. Crazy en- '60s moo moo. Yeah, vibe. not entirely present. No, no, yes, a hundred percent. 
Teeth, fake ass teeth. Um, <laughs> Fun, but uh, all no, but bobbles. honestly, the scene stealer, a, a complete scene stealer. I think it's because she's not quite present, so she's just living in the moment. You know, like she's not present in the moment of filming. <laughs> wait, wait, the movie. what? No, no, no. Listen, listen. I have logic. I have logic. She's not aware that they're filming a movie, mm. but she is like in her own present moment of life. You know what I mean? So she's acting. No, 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 no. Because she doesn't know she's acting. She's just being herself. It's like it's like when a kid or an animal is in a movie. You know what I mean? It's like they're just <laughs> being so themselves. She's not <laughs> acting in Get a Clue. She just is that lady. Wow. So she's just living her if life. If I was that lady, I'd be so offended that you just dismissed my whole acting. <laughs> I'm saying she's so good that it's like she's not in the movie acting because I think maybe she actually was not. Well, this acting. is kind of an awkward time to bring up that we do have a special guest on the yeah. podcast. Um, <laughs> Who could it be? Who could it be? <laughs> she uh, she's actually a very serious actress. <laughs> well, you know, this was like a really hard role for her. Um, it was actually Tilda Swinton. Did you know? Yeah, oh <laughs> I believe it. What a chameleon. <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyway, she's she's incredible. She's total incredible. sense. Yeah, she's it's incredible. It's a it's a great performance, but I don't know if it's a performance. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, <Wow>. so, <laughs> it's a great on screen experience. Um, so, uh oh, what is it? oh okay okay. So uh, he's being blackmailed. He even has a note that's got smudged ink on it. And uh, it said, it's from his blackmailer, and it says, meet me at this hotel at this time, but he can't quite read it because it's smudged. So they bring it back to Lexi's sister, who has all the spy gadgets, which I guess she's able to just smudge some powder on it and put a black light on, and we can read the original message. Yeah. So very, it's- uh, very 2002 black lights in rooms, you know. Black lights in rooms. Thinking of room raiders. <laughs> Room, very inspired by Room Raiders. So they find out that it's the Fair something, Fair Mark Hotel, not to be confused with the Fairmont Hotel from The Parent Trap. Um, and Dad has uh, the news on, and we see that Mr. Walker uh, is in trouble for embezzling money, but he, he's still, like, quote-unquote, missing. But she knows that he's not missing. She knows that he's with his mom, and they're taking care of it. And they all dress like spies. And we got a little spy montage of, you know, walking, just really doing our best shaft impressions. They're not doing a great job if they all just huddle in the middle of the lobby and be like, all right, everyone, get to your places. Absolutely so conspicuous. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, very suspicious. Even someone says, those kids are up to no good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, um... Mrs. Okay, then all of a sudden everybody starts showing up. Mrs. Dawson is there. Mr. Goldblum is there. Yeah, because um, it's supposed Mrs. to throw Petrosian. you off. You're not sure who's the bad guy blackmailing mm-hmm. him. Mrs. Stern, they're all there. So Mr. Walker chats with Granville, and he says he wants what belongs to him. But Mr. Um, Walker says he there was money put in a bank account under his name but then it just disappeared and he doesn't know what happened to him to it which i don't know how likely it is to happen in real life but apparently it's enough to have to fake your own death over 
So Jack radios Mr. Walker. He's like coaching him through this interaction because he has spy equipment to do that. And he's like, (laughs) don't go there. Just trap him. So also that supposed homeless man slash bum starts running all around the hotel as well. Being chased by security. Yeah, We didn't bring him up at all, but he's an important element to this movie. I mean, uh, heavy question mark. uh, I I don't know. uh, so we find Mrs. Dawson is down in like the basement all tied up wearing a bathrobe because she was told that she would get a spa treatment if she went to the hotel. And then, okay, all of a sudden this bum is a city council member. This third act was chaotic. <laughs> this was a Britney is... Spears, Kevin Federline show. <laughs> chaotic. Wait, his name is Gary I Care? Yes, I know Gary I Care. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yo, okay. Also, he literally comes in in the outfit and removes a wig and the coat and then says some speech about how... And then he's like how... in a suit and he's very serious. And it yeah. Like... But then how... as a homeless person, he's walking by and people are like covering, plugging their nose, being like, he stinks. So while he's giving a speech the whole time, I'm thinking like, this man reeks still. <laughs> I think maybe just the wig and the jacket smelled bad. <laughs> but then when he takes it off, he smells, he smells like good. Asshole. It's gone. Yeah, yeah, he's got that like suit smell, you know? Oh my God. Uh, so... <laughs> Again, this movie is high fantasy. So, well, and also they're in, like, what is this press conference? Because apparently all this press was here because Lindsay Lohan's dad is there too, yeah. waiting for this story. So I don't know what kind of conference they were waiting for, but it was, he has this yeah. reveal. No, it was this councilman. He brought them all together so that he could reveal that there is kindness <laughs> in the world. Right? And that's what his speech is just about, how this one man was kind to him and that a coat can be shelter, which is an important moment for Lindsay Lohan. She's like, I didn't know that fashion could be function and that some people don't have as much as I do. Um <laughs> So also, he, let's let's be real. The, this guy pulled a major Tyra Banks here because Tyra Banks said the exact same thing yeah. in the Tyra show. Uh, uh, she she should have just watched Get a Clue and saved herself the trouble. Oh my god! So he got. But the it's coat like from... people used to do that all the time, though. I mean, they still do. They're like, "We're gonna sleep on the streets so we know what it's like," and it's like, okay, <laughs> just for one day, actually yeah. two hours. Yeah, wild. yeah. So people do so, it. So, he got the coat from Mr. Walker, as she suspected, and he was the only kind person to him. Uh, yeah, Lexi's dad's there. Doesn't really matter. Uh, and then Mr. Walker and Mrs. Dawson reunite, and they're able to thwart Granville with a cake because there's, like, a reception area with a cake, and that's where Mrs. Petrosian's sitting down, and they all, like, pretend to be her grandkids and sit with her. Again, she's... She goes with it, but I'm not sure she's aware of what's happening. Uh, but she's just having a great time. Yeah. She says, get me. What does she say she to She didn't the... get any lines. Garcon. Was, they were just like, go off. What yes, Garson. 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 She says, give me a cold one, Garson. Yeah. But a cold one what? Because then she has what looks to be like a fancy kind of like lemonade or maybe alcoholic drink. But maybe that's As opposed to one. her usual scalding hot lemonade. <laughs> So I guess maybe she's a regular at this place. Yeah. <laughs> said, get, and Garson knows what she likes. Yeah, she wasn't saying Garcon. That's his name. His name right. is Garson. Yeah. Right. Garson mm-hmm. Daly. <laughs> Garson Gailey. <laughs> <laughs> so Garson Gailey got her a drink and she hangs out with, with the kids. With the kids. 
And then, of course, you know, the cake, it's like a three or four tiered fancy cake goes by and uh, Jack pushes a cart, like a dessert cart under it and causes the whole thing to fly in the air and land on Granville. Oh, my gosh. And then we we, we got him. Got him. Got him. And so Mrs. Stern and Mr. Goldblum are now a couple who end up together because what had happened was Mrs. Stern actually liked Mr. Walker and Mr. Goldblum liked Miss Dawson. But they had both previously been rejected and then found each other. Wow. (laughs) I want to see that story. They're like both sad and then they're like, wait, you're single? I'm single. You were rejected? I I you mean, know what? I wish them well, but it doesn't seem like this relationship is going to last very long. Well, you never no. know. I mean, you never know. You never, you truly never know. Yeah. Are they dating? Is he a man if he is dating someone? No, he's not. He should just straight up marry her because, you know. <gasps> oh, no, so you, you could can... get married, but you can't date. But yeah, yeah. No, you can't date. No, no, no. no, no. You can date. You just don't have feelings. Hmm. Mm. Wow. You're have to think about that. Rachel teaching me how to be a guy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So, Oscar, don't rush into any marriages because you Too think late. you can't Eek. date. Too, Too late. <sighs> oh, how times how many? I'm married to Mrs. P. Oh, man. You know, that's a good marriage, though. So I, I support that. I mean, I'm happy. Mazel tov. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> They arrest Mr. Granville, and they try to arrest Mr. Walker, but they find out that Mrs. Petro... Oh, because they don't know where the money is still. Because there was... And now we find out it was put into a Swiss bank account, which is more news. Um, But they don't know what happened to the money. But Mrs. Petrosian had found this brooch that she's wearing. And again, Elle Woods, Lindsay Lohan logic to the rescue. That brooch is made of a canary diamond that's worth... $10 $10 million, which is something that we find out that Mr. Granville had purchased to hide the money. Oh, baby. Does How it lose it all its value, though? It must if As it was diamond? worn on a coat the whole time. Yeah, but, but I don't also, think so, like, though. You buy something for $10 million, and then you try to resell it for at least 10 million it would lose its value right diamonds no i think diamonds hold their value if anything they probably make more because they didn't just like change its shape or anything i'm just thinking if i bought something and then i tried to resell it it wouldn't be the same (laughs) well like cars and stuff like that yeah but i think jewelry maintains its value or maybe even inflates but you know what i'm no expert so i don't know I don't know. It um, just seems like a weird thing. Just take the money and go. <laughs> it is a weird, yeah, it is a weird thing to put, and especially all in one place like that, that you could lose it, which he did. So Lexi get Lexi writes an article about this whole situation, and it gets the front page of the paper, baby, and we find out that Mr. Walker and Miss Dawson are going to get married, and everybody's at the ma- the marriage, and Jack and Lexi are there, and they're complimenting each other, and we learn things aren't always what they appear to be, and they're going to go bowling. Yeah, she makes him bowling shoes. She yeah, she makes some special used bowling shoes and <laughs> they say get a clue twice. They say the get a clue multiple times in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get that. So we mark it off your list, title. people. Yeah. We even get semi versions of it. Like, I got a clue. 
or <laughs> clue get you. Mm-hmm. Did you get it? A clue that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like they weren't sure. Get, get what? what? The working title was get a clue because they knew they weren't sure which way they were going to say it. Right. And then they just <laughs> stuck with the working title. Hmm. And that's it. The end. Yay. And then we get the song again. Get a clue. Which we did mention, but that was all over the Disney Channel at the time of this movie. Who sang that song? Okay, so this is a thing. We have some info. It was originally by a band called Prozac, but Disney Channel didn't want that. Yeah, Disney Channel didn't want that on their 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 channels, so they changed the name to Simon and Milo. I remember that. Simon Milo sounds familiar. But is it Prozac, just with a different it's name? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, okay. Those are just the band members' names. Just two of them? I, I mean, right? Two people to create such a memorable, amazing I mean, piece. I can sing the word, the songs right now. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Get a clue. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that was the so, acoustic version. <laughs> so what what morals did y'all learn from Get a Clue? There's a lot. There's a lot yeah. to be learned in this There's movie. There's a lot. There's a lot. Um, you learn a lot the minute you venture out of your home and go to Brooklyn. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. I would say the moral is, um, listen, technology is awesome. Yeah. Look at all the cool, fun things we could do with technology. Because this movie I thought was very technologically forward. Yeah. I think another moral is just because you're poor doesn't mean you're gross. Mm, The jury's still out on that one. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) They were pushing for that moral. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, uh, um, don't go with your first outfit. Go with the second one that looks very similar. Yeah. Unless you're Lindsay Lohan, where. So if then your first look is always the best look. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, If you're white, your first look is always the best look. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Um, for everyone else, the second look. Always go with the second look. Always go with the second look. Um, It's, uh, you know, peeping is fine on your neighbors. (laughs) Yeah. As long as you do it with technology. Yes. Record it. (laughs) Don't just yep. watch it. Record it. No peeping it. eyes, only peeping lens. Yeah, yeah. If you're, keep as many, as much of a record as possible. Because here's the thing: movie. you're not peeping; it's your camera that's peeping, and then you're looking at your camera. Mm. And you, and that holds in court. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't uh-huh. me. It was the camera. <laughs> it wasn't me. Shaggy. And you know, when in doubt, fake your own death. Yes. yes oh, yes. that one I live by. <laughs> or I fake don't. your death by. Is my name ah. Rachel or is it actually Nicholas Petrosian? We'll never know. Yeah, I've you faked can... my death several times. And now that I said that, yeah. I'm going to have to do it again. Yeah, check the white pages. See if you find me. <laughs> do those still exist? So many morals. Yeah. I, I mean, they don't distribute them like they used to, but they must, they must make hard copies. They're right? probably online somewhere. It's hard Definitely to find people's online. numbers online, though. I've tried. Oh. I'm like, uh, Tom Holland's phone number. It's mm. <laughs> not listed. It's very upsetting. Well, we have to go to the spy gadget store to get some help with that one, maybe. Yeah, we'll find it. Okay, All right, so, time to cast ourselves. Yeah. 
Who would we be and get a clue? Well, Claire is that woman who runs. <laughs> I'm definitely the running woman. <laughs> Oscar's Mrs. Petrosian. Thank you, thank you. Uh, let's see, Rachel. Hmm. Hmm. Rachel, I'm going to say you're Brenda Song because I'm a big Brenda Song stan. Wow. And I think you would play Brenda Song. Thank you. I love her outfits. <laughs> she, I would say she has the better looks than Lindsay. It's because her you, looks win every time. It's because you you're more subtle when you're the best friend, which mm -hmm. I you know, that whole thing of like uh, before you leave, take one thing off. And so that's what makes it better. Ooh, the Coco Chanel. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Lindsay is the lead. So she gets everything. And it's mm. too much Overkill. is never it's a, too much. Sometimes is not not right. Too that's, much of something <laughs> is just as tough as no, the Spice Girls. Yeah, might yeah. Say. No, I think it's too much of something is no, not right. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's the that's the quote. That was the first Wait, draft of that of song. Nothing, yeah. Too much of nothing is just as tough. But yeah, too much of something is too much. Enough. Too much is a little too much. There yeah, too much is just too much. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Words to live by. Yeah. All right. Um, I hate I hate doing this, y'all. But we got to do Zaddy Watch. Let's talk about. Why do you hate doing this? Because... Well, because it's like, uh, do we really need to talk about Lexi's dad in this movie? Yeah. Uh, what I really want to talk about is Mr. Sheffield and how sexy. He's I mean, you still can talk looking. about whoever you want, and I had a feeling that it might shift a bit because also her dad's like he's not really in it. Her he's dad's a, a cartoon. He's a cartoon. He's in it a lot more than a lot of other dads, but Very he true. also, like I, as I said, I think he looks like Mitch McConnell. So I feel like it, that just is immediate oh, triggering. Yeah. He, yeah, for me, he's straight up just like father level. He's father, well, and he's like I a think fine. He's, a, he's like fine as a dad. Yeah, I think he's, he's, like he's a, a good nice dad, dad. So I would give him a daddy rating rather than father because I don't think he's a bad dad. I mean, we've had some seriously emotionally abusive dads. Um, <laughs> yeah, this dad was actually true. pretty... This dad was like pretty supportive and helpful. Yeah, he yeah. was a daddy. Um, he's just not a zaddy. Um, <laughs> he's not hot at all. Yeah. Ugh. So... <laughs> I, just, I just heard myself. He's not hot. Ugh. That's what people say about me all the time. God. <laughs> it's okay, Oscar, because as I said, guys don't have feelings. So That's true. So that doesn't bother me. Yeah, and he's not bothered by it either, you know? Yeah, no, so Oscar gives Mr. Sheffield a platinum zaddy for I mean, the second always. time. Double Even, platinum. I mean that I he's so attractive. I can't handle it. Even with that weird accent. I don't know what the he hell. He literally was. is the same as he is in everything, but you know it's fine because it works. He I might just, as well have been the vampire. Good. He's just sexy as hell. He's I hot. just kind of saw a Christmas movie on Netflix that I had to turn off because it was bad, but he was in it and he played a king. Ooh, <laughs> was was he good in it? He was the only good part, but he I think he phoned it in because all of his his parts were just like sitting at a Zoom screen, you know. Oh, oh you know, boy. so it was like no. a you know. No, thank you. It's like we watch you in this movie. movie, and he's like, "Well, I don't want to do it." It's like we'll pay you a lot, and all you have to do is sit in front of a computer. And he's like, "Okay." Yeah. Yeah. So is that Zaddy Watch this week? Do we? Yeah. Have that's Zaddy Watch. Okay, that's Zaddy Watch. Um, and finally, we have to rate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out of five hidden cameras, how many hidden cameras do you give? Get a clue. 
Um, I'll go first because I feel like I'm going to be the highest. This, as I said last week and this week, this is, and also when we were talking about movies coming out in 2002 that we were looking forward to, I said this one because this is one of my favorite Disney Channel original movies. I know it gets a little crazy, but that's kind of what you, I mean, you're a kid. It's, it's fun to see like a circus. (laughs) (laughs) um like the influences on this movie clueless uh uh, harriet the spy those are all some of my favorite movies so this was like a nice mix of everything and then i like this cast i love Lindsay lohan um i love brenda song bug hall is cute as a kid i had a crush on bug hall so this was a very fun you know like i have a crush on him but i'm not gonna tell him um and it's set in new york even though it was shot in canada uh which i love any references to new york because i miss it and so i give this a five is the cameras it's a fun it's fun you gave it five five mm-hmm. yeah for me i'm gonna give this three hidden cameras we're I feel like we're getting to the point where decoms are starting to really cement. Like I feel like two months <laughs> After ago we three were there. Years. <laughs> we were there. Yeah, I feel like it's been so swingy, like but I feel like it's getting its consistency where it's like, okay, the last couple of ones I'm like, okay, these are three three star films. Like I you know, the negatives are the plot is confusing as hell. You know, I think I was expecting a mystery and it like was barely a mystery. There was so many added information that was just like busy noise, you know. Mm -hmm. But the pluses on this is the characters are cuckoo crazy. The looks are outrageous and very much a product of its time. I do like that it looks very early 2000s and like it's cemented in that time period. Um, And, you know, I'm going to say it again. I said it once and I'll say it again. I really love Brenda Song. I sort of wish Brenda Song and Lindsay Lohan switch places. I know that that's a crazy mm, thing to say, mm-hmm. but I would love to see Brenda Song in the lead because I do think she can tackle it. I know that she's in the Suburbs movie that's coming up in a couple of years. I don't know. Uh, Suck in the Suburbs and she plays a bigger role maybe, but like I just didn't see enough Brenda Song in this movie. I just, I love her so much. Brenda, Brenda Song if comes you're up- listening, you're awesome. I love you. I'm obsessed with you. You're <laughs> Brenda has a few... Uh, decoms coming up so uh yeah i'll give this three and a half hidden cameras it's it was fun it was fun but yeah there it's just a lot of like business that happens that doesn't need to happen but it was it was fun i like the performances i had a good time yeah yeah there's moments there in this movie that like don't take themselves too seriously which i really like and again it's like much more of that decom flavor that i'm hoping to see more of in the future so I like this consistency that's happening. So, so good DCOMs, job, if you're listening, yeah, keep up the good work. Keep up the good work. You're doing good. So I Dio... haven't seen an Alley Cat Strike bomb in a few <laughs> minutes, so this is good. Well, um, so do you all want to keep uh, traveling? Yeah, I think we should take the train to no! uh, our next Tra- section of the vault. We're gonna no! have to take the train. We're gonna have to take the subway to get to the oh, next part of the vault. I don't but want I've to. But I've never been on the subway before. Y'all, have you not seen Get a Clue? Get a Clue and get on the subway. <laughs> no. Okay, if you lead the way and tell us, we'll be safe. I mean, I can't promise you that, but you'll definitely be experiencing new experiences. You'll be going somewhere. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 
Well, <gasps> thank you so much for listening to Inside the Disney Vault. I'm Claire. I'm Oscar. I'm Rachel. We'll see Bye. you next time. Bye. Woo! Yay! We got off the subway <laughs> and we're heading towards the next area, which is all right. Our next film is film. "Gotta oh. Kick It Up." Whoa! Si se puede. Si se puede. Very I excited. Don't like the sound of this movie. Gotta kick it up. Gotta Ugh. kick it up. Um, it's a little bit of like a bring it on, maybe, or maybe not. Maybe it's just cheerleading. I kind America of don't remember it, Ferrer. but America Ferrera. Well, what? You don't know what you want? What? Uh huh. Uh huh. This one. Oh, girl, I think- America. I haven't seen this in a while. I feel like we talk uh, about the beloved ones. This is one of them. The voice really? of Megara. I have never heard of this movie before. What? Well, I assume y'all seen it. Yeah. I haven't heard of this movie. At, like to me, I was like, well, this is the first time I'm hearing this movie exists. What? Um, well, I hope you're in for a treat. I remember very much enjoying it, but I have not seen it since. Oh, if America's in it, I mean, that's going to be hard to not like. Its motto is si se puede, so. In Spanish, too? (laughs) Oh, my God. Please don't let me down. Please don't let me down. I'm excited. I'm excited to see how it holds up. Um, Okay, but but Oh, it's based on a true story. How do I watch it? Where Um, do I go to watch it? I assume Disney Plus, uh, our our sponsor. (laughs) Our sponsor, Disney Plus. Sponsor, Disney Plus. We get paid a lot of money to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um, So glad we could tell you about that fine service that no one has heard of until we said it but then but then Um, then if i want to write if i want to write something to y'all how to get in contact with y'all if you want to contact us you can check us out on twitter you can tweet us at itdv podcast or you could even find us on instagram at inside the disney vault and if i want more inside the disney vault content what do i do we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash inside the Disney vault. We've got some video footage. Uh, we we got to pop up some new mini eps and stuff like that, but we got fun stuff. And Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, I'm ready to explore this section of the vault. You all coming with me? Yeah, but if you're still listening and you still love our podcast, we would love for you to leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts if you are so inclined. It helps other people find us and then we can all chat. Yeah, say what your favorite color is, what your favorite Disney movie is, and Mm -hmm. which decom zaddy you would marry. Oh my god, do tell us about your decom zaddies. Yeah, that we need more of a zaddy chat. Yeah, so I love that. We do. Yeah, more zaddy chats, please. So we need more zaddies. Period. Ooh, I hope this this one has a good zaddy. Oh, please, please. Oh, I don't. Okay, okay, I'm excited. I can't wait. I'm ready to go. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we see se puede kick it up right now. We got to go kick it up. All right. Yay! So thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening. Everyone. See you next see you week. Next Bye. Time. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Michelle Veray. And I'm Kimberly Trung, and we are the host of Crush Fictionally, a podcast all about your favorite fictional characters from movies, TV shows, and more. Each episode, we pick a theme, curate a list of characters that we love, why we love them, and some fun facts about the people who created them. So if you've ever felt a true connection with a fictional character, tune in to Crush Fictionally on Campfire Media or wherever you find your podcast. 
Campfire.